Welcome back to Not Nutrition Gurus. I'm your host, Rachel Hunter, where we are firmly planted in the unsexy, nuanced middle ground of the health and fitness industry. Please keep your arms, hands, and feet inside the vehicle at all times. And remember, no gurus allowed. Bonjour, mon petit pois. How are we all doing on this very, very fine day? Uh, weather is shit in England, but that I this episode could be released any day of the week, and that could probably still be true. <laughs> One of the coaches that I work with at Big Rocks, shout out Alia, she was like, Rach, all you talk about is how much you hate the weather in England. And I was like, do you know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> you make an excellent point. Uh, I'm still going to live here and I'm still going to complain about the weather, which means that I am officially assimilating to their way of life. As of next month, I would have lived here seven years, which is wild. I planned on staying too, so fucked that up, didn't I? <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. Um... So yeah, this is going to be an intentionally short podcast. I am making progress all the time on working out how to use this platform and getting some cool guests. And as I continue to bully people that I become friends with to, you know, come on the podcast, the, the guest list grows, which I think is fantastic. So Fear not people, we always have good things on their way. So something that I wanted to talk about today is, <laughs> and if you're like, that's random as shit, Rach, you're not wrong. You're absolutely correct. But in March, it is March at the, at the time of recording this, uh, March Madness is on. So if you're not in the States, I will briefly explain it to you. It's not that hard to grasp the concept, so you'll be fine promise. March Madness is all of, I believe, uh, Division One basketball. So men and women's Division One college basketball play for the, like, in this big bracket, and they play for, like, championship, right? So it starts out with 64 teams, I believe. And then obviously it gets down to Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final Four, and then the championship game. And they do this every year. And it's a really good time. Uh, I went to the University of Connecticut, which I don't know if they were given the title, if they dubbed themselves Basketball Capital of the World. Probably they just made that name for themselves because that sounds like something UConn would do. Uh, yeah. So like when I was there, there was like, God, I think we had like three or four championships between men and women's teams when I was there. The women, UConn women are just like astronomically amazing. They're a phenomenal, phenomenal team. Uh, this is not what I wanted to talk about today, but I'm just going with it. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, Anyway, so March Madness happens every single year in guess what month, March, and the number of vasectomies in the United States goes up by, I believe I saw uh, a statistic on a urology website. <laughs> Not that I was on a urology website. I heard the statistic and went looked it up after. 
<laughs> that would be weird if I'm just like keeping track of how many men in the States are getting vasectomies. Although apparently after Roe v. Wade, the number of vasectomies also went up. So if you're one of those men or you know one of those men, uh, you're a true ally. Fuck yeah. Love that. Anyway, um, the number of vasectomies in the States go up, goes up by about 50% every year during March Madness. And I thought that this was such a fantastic example of correlation does not equal causation. And we always seem to get, or at least I always find myself fending this one off in nutrition research, anything nutrition related, lifestyle, et cetera. Like it's, you know, uh, I think there was a study, it came out fucking ages ago now, um, but it was like more people who are living with obesity drink diet soda. And so everyone's like, oh my God, so diet soda causes obesity. It's like, whoa, 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 back up. That is not what that's saying. There are no, if you're drinking diet soda, there are no calories in that soda. Which means that if you are living in a larger body or you have, uh, perhaps you have had uh, like AC1 levels, so blood sugar levels come back from the doctor and they weren't good, you traded out your Coke for a Diet Coke or a Coke Zero because Coke Zero is superior. Pepsi Max is disgusting disgusting argument for another day. But if you swapped out your full fat Coke for a diet Coke, and then you take a survey from this observational study and you're like, yeah, I do drink diet Coke. Yeah, I do. I am technically in the like obese category. Then all of a sudden everyone's like, so that means that that causes that. And it's like, no, it just means that you know, maybe you were trying to lose a little weight or cut down sugar or um, you like the taste of Coke Zero better because it is actually better. Um, and it's not like you swapped a Diet Coke and you gained a whole bunch of weight. Often people, when they make swaps from really, really high calorie drinks to low or no calorie drinks, they will often see an improvement in you know, body composition, if that's what they're going for, like fat loss will happen quite easily because there are tons of it. You can make drinks with like 600 calories in them, but it's because it's predominantly sugar. You just consume it really, really quickly. Um, and it doesn't fill you up and it doesn't have high nutritional value. And like, yes, a Frappuccino from Starbucks, the biggest one that you could get on your birthday for free, it does spark joy. But if you're having one every single day and you're like, I never feel full and then you're also eating food on top of that, you're you're probably, chances are you're going to gain a little bit of weight uh, just because of how all of those factors will play out. So to me, I thought that that was such a clear example of in nutrition research, how we can fully get caught out and like swept away in that storm in the same way as if someone read the March Madness statistic and was like, so basketball causes men to get vasectomies. And it's like, well, no, a whole bunch of dudes just want to take a couple of days off work and <laughs> like have ice packs on their lap while watching some basketball. Like, 
one is not causing the other, but they do go together quite nicely. So, you know, gentlemen, if you haven't thought about that before and you live in the States or, you know, even in the UK, we just have to watch the games at like fucking ass o'clock. Um, then that's something to consider for next year. Loop, loop your vasectomy in for a sports game that you want to watch for days on end. Um, maybe you're a golf fan. You could swap that out for the PGA tour. I don't know, but caught like correlation does not mean causation. So if something is related and they trend together and there's some sort of loose relationship holding those two things together does not mean one causes the other. Oh, diet Coke makes you fat. No, that's not what that study was saying. Um, it's just an observation and it like, maybe there is a trend that goes along with that, but what's the bigger picture? What happens when we zoom out? You know, it's the same as saying March madness causes vasectomies. It's like, no, it just, it it just goes together quite nicely. (laughs) I guess if that's something that you have on your radar. Um, so yeah, I think the next time you see a Daily Mail or a Sun article or even, fuck, I saw something atrocious in The Economist the other day where I was like, this is such clickbait. Clickbait nonsense. If you see clickbait nonsense in regards to nutrition, I want you to think of basketball and vasectomies and ask yourself, are they actually related? Does one impact the other? Or is there another loose connection? What happens if you flip this on his head and invert it? Uh, that's apparently how I'm going to help everyone's critical thinking skills is basketball and vasectomies. I didn't really see that coming as my slogan, but alas, here we are. That's, (laughs) that's how that's going to play out. So do you know what? I love that for me. (laughs) And yeah, if you're living in the States and you are considering getting vasectomy and you got one after Roe v. Wade, we love you here at Non-Nutrition Gurus. You're our kind of guy. Uh, we love our feminist allies or, well, female allies that are just feminists. You guys are the best. So I will leave I will leave that there because that was just a little bit of a giggle. That's a thought that I had this week. I was like, oh, it's just like nutrition research. If you flip that on its head and said basketball causes vasectomies, everyone would be like, what? That's not true. But we don't apply the same level of critical thinking skills to nutrition research because, well, there there are a lot of fucking horrible predators out there. So like share this podcast, leave me a review, please, please. We have quite a few subscribers now and I don't think I have a single review anywhere. So give me five stars. I mean, hell, if you want to give me one star and tell me why, I respect it. (laughs) I respect it. (laughs) All right, mon petit pois. I will leave, I will leave you to enjoy the rest of your fantastic day and I hope to speak to you very, very soon. Okay. Bye.